This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Ghafiruhu wa nastahadi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed all praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Lord of the worlds I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his final messenger. We are all aware that our beloved Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born and raised in Mecca. Raised in a society where people worshipped idols. Those idols made from rock, from wood even from food. And as the Prophet ﷺ, he grew up, this is something that he detested, something that internally he was unable to deal with. Until, as we know, in his 30s, ﷺ, he began spending time on his own in cave of Hira. And there, as Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah ta'ala mentions in his Sanad, that the Prophet ﷺ, that he would worship Allah in the solitary times. No doubt the Prophet ﷺ wanted the best for his people. And worshipping these false idols would bring no good to them. But what to do? And how to make a change? Now, we know that Allah ﷻ sent Jibreel ﷺ. And Jibreel revealed the first five ayat from Surah Al-Alaq, in which it begins, and if we think about these particular verses, how profound and how important these verses being revealed at this time with respect to what was happening at that time. So we find that Allah Taala revealed to the Prophet Alice, as we know, Iqra bismi khalaq. Read in the name of your Lord who has created everything that exists. Khalaq al-insana min alaq. He created man from a clot. Iqra wa rabbuka al-akram. Read and your Lord is the most generous. Alladhi allama bil-qalam. Who taught by the pen. Taught mankind what they did not know. So there's an immediate shift from ignorance and a state of not knowing to having to know and imparting knowledge 
to others. So the Prophet ﷺ wanted change for his people. And no doubt there are circumstances or situations in our lives, that in our minds, in our hearts, that we want to change. But that change is not going to come about by us just thinking about it. Making a situation better, improving our community, is not going to come about by just having board meetings or just having some mushra between people. But there needs to be a physical change as well. And this is what I want to draw and eventually, of course, have a conclusion with that any change that we require or any change that needs to be done is not in theory. Yes, it starts with the theory, it starts with the knowledge, but ultimately there needs to be some action. There needs to be some proactivity from yourself to make sure that the situation changes. So the beginning revelation that was given to the Prophet ﷺ with those ayat from Surah Al-Alaq about the shift from ignorance into knowledge. If you think about the following sets of ayat from Surah Al-Muzzammil and Surah Al-Muddathir, there's a relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قُمِ اللَّيْلَ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا Standing in night in prayer. So the changes in yourself and in your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Stand up, be alert, and warn people. It means that there needs to be some physical effort and that you need to do something about changing that particular situation. So the changes are not only internal with yourself, but you need to manifest and show those changes in line with the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In line with how the Prophet ﷺ would go about changing his people. The change you may not even see immediately. How many people embraced Islam at the time of the, the greatest messenger of all time, the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ. The vast majority of people rejected the call. The people in Mecca didn't want to give up what they were holding on to, this idol worship. So don't feel as though that the haqq that you have, that it is weak. But you have done your effort and you have pushed forth and do what is necessary for you. So that you have an argument on Yawm Al-Qiyamah in front of Allah Taala, That you've established the truth. And the truth against those who may reject it. So never be despondent about the outcome. The outcome is not in your hands. The outcome is in the hands of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But what is in your capabilities is that what you are able to do. Whatever change that you want to make will require that you gather some knowledge. Gathering knowledge which is not only of benefit to you, but of benefit to others. And it has to be authentic sources. And don't just think that you're going to acquire knowledge by just reading and skimming through or listening to even debates. Because this is a common, a common practice amongst many of the shabab. That gaining knowledge is learned about going through debates and listening to controversial statements and controversial, you know, social media platforms. The only reason, unfortunately, that people have following is because they are mentioning things which are controversial. And people love confusion, unfortunately. Ignorance or ignorant people are drawn towards confusion. 
So it is very important for us to make a positive change that it must be based upon sound knowledge taken from individuals who have sound knowledge, who have taken their knowledge also from sound people of knowledge. These are the important signs for us to look out for, to ensure that we're not just involved in the situation where we are part of the problem in spreading misinformation, false information, when all intents and purposes you may have a good near, you may have a good intention, but the goodness of your intention is not always sufficient for you to be rewarded for the outcome. Because the outcome, of course, first and foremost, is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but it must be done in the correct way. That if you want to acquire knowledge, it requires you then to study and to learn correctly and to take it from the correct people. Remembering that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not change the state of a people, change you and I, until we change that what is in our own selves. And a very powerful and profound verse in the Quran where Allah ta'ala tells us, Inna Allah la yughayiru ma biqawmin hatta yughayiru ma bi'anfusihim. The Rajal will not change the state of a people, a qawm, until they change their own situation. So in this very beautiful and profound ayah, that there is no change that happens to a people, Hatta until there is a change within ourselves. And that change must be in line with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has directed us to. We cannot think we're going to be successful by making up our own plans and our own directions. Everything must be in line with the teachings of Allah Jalla and the teachings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to change our hal, to change our situation to that what is better. Allahumma ameen. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum min kulli dhan fa astaghfiru innahu huwa al-ghafur al-rahim. Bismillah walhamdulillah. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'inu. Praise belongs to Allah. And may the peace and blessings of Allah jalla wa ala be upon his final messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. Now it's a big topic to talk about change. And the verse that I mentioned that Allah Jalla will not change the state of a people until they change themselves. But where do you start or where do we start on this particular topic? Well, we first and foremost, we can start with a hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu anhu in which the, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam told us one of the most important principles for us to live by in changing and making a situation that what is bad and to how to improve it. These are very important principles for us to follow. So here we find the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam telling us, مَنْ رَأَى مِنْكُمْ مُنْكَرًا فَلْيُغَيِّرْهُ بِيَدِهِ فَإِنْ لَمْ يَسْتَطِعْ فَبِيَدِهِ فَإِنْ لَمْ يَسْتَطِعْ that if any one of you sees an evil, then let him change it physically. The second one. And then let him change it with his tongue. If you cannot change it with your hand, then let him change it with his tongue, verbally. And then if you cannot do that, then at least in your heart. These are the stages that we go through. With your hand. If you cannot do that, meaning that by changing it, the situation becomes worse. 
Although you're not in a position to do that, فبلسانك, with your tongue, verbally, advise that person. And if you're unable to do that, فبقلبك, with your heart, that at least that munkar, that evil, that wrongdoing, that oppression that you see, at least in your heart, that you don't accept that. And an important point, brothers and sisters, is because maybe we live in a place where there's lots of munkarat. And not always we have the opportunity to change that physically or even verbally. That those munkarat that you see, you have to ensure that your heart will hate that. Because Allah Taala despises that. It is a hateful act to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you likewise have to keep up with that. And that what is outlawed within Islam, you have to also within your heart hate that as well. And what are the consequences of not doing that? A time may come, a time may come when those munkarat, because you didn't hate that for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it becomes normal to you. So you have statement, I let people do what they do. It, it's, it's okay. In this, where we are, that's what people do. That may be the practice, that may be the law, and that's fine for them to do what they do. But at least in your heart, from an Islamic perspective, that's a sin. If you don't have that and you normalize it, then you will normalize it to those who are around you. And then you will find people not making inkar or refuting or debunking that what is haram. And so then the haram becomes normal. So it is an ongoing process for the Muslim to ensure that they are commanding the good, yes, and also forbidding the evil. And this is as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَلْتَكُمْ مِنْكُمْ أُمَّةٌ يَدْعُونَ إِلَى الْخَيْرِ وَيَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَيَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ That let there be a group from amongst yourselves who command the good and forbid the evil. And that they are the successful ones. We need to be a people who reflect. You want to make that change? This is a practical step for us now. In whatever good that we see, we encourage people to do that good. To uphold goodness and righteousness. And if there is a munkar, and I'm able to change that, then let me do that. Don't think about or allow the shaitan to stop you doing these things. This will only weaken our community. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to rise from this and allow us to be from those who command the good and forbid the evil. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us success in this world and in the hereafter and to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anna and that he is pleased with us. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma a'iz al-Islam wa al-Muslimin. Allahumma a'iz al-Islam wa al-Muslimin. Allahumma aghfir lana dhunubana ya rabbal alameen. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وقوم إلى صلاتكم يرحمكم الله. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.